Welcome to Confessions of a Homemaker, a podcast where I talk about the real and raw things in the light of biblical truths. Like, can we just grab all of these things that people want to talk about and let's just grab a seat at the table, or in this case, the mic, and let's let's talk about it. So, pre-warning, it's going to get salty, <laughs> it's going to get real, and that's okay. So whatever you need to do, buckle up and let's do it. All right. Hey guys, I'm your host, Hayley Lindberg. What is up? Okay. I haven't done this and it feels like forever, but that's not really true. Anyway. So announcements. I'm on all the socials. If you guys have not found me on Facebook, Instagram, I am on there. Go find me. Um, If this podcast has blessed you or encouraged you or had you be spurred on and whatever, um, please leave a review um, in whatever app or however you're listening. It helps it bump us up in the algorithm so we can reach more Christian women. Um, Or if you've listened to an episode and you really think it would bless a friend or it's just something that they need to hear, share, share share the episode with them. Uh, so I'm really excited. I have a friend who has decided, that's what you're hearing in the background, um, who has decided to be my co-host and I'm so stoked (laughs) to introduce her to you guys for her to just be a regular and to come alongside me and do this. And I'm going to let her introduce herself. So this is the new co-host to Confessions of a Homemaker, and your turn. All right. Hi, there. My name is Michelle. I'm Michelle Lopez, and normally you can find me on the socials um, at on Facebook, Crimson Graced, um, also Crimson Graced on Instagram right now. Um, so come give me a follow, and I'm, I'm excited to enjoy this ride. Woo-woo! Okay. So, Icebreaker, what song, what song or songs or band are you enjoying this week? I know, it's a hard question. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, well, it's kind, of, it's, it's kind of different, but actually, I have... <laughs> Sweet, all my Latinas out there. What song? What song? I said, "What's up to all the Latinas out there?" Oh, Oh. (laughs) I just made a joke. Mm-hmm. And the floods are real. 
Mike Winger on YouTube. If you don't know who he is, go check him out. Uh, BibleThinker.org is his website. I think he also has a podcast. But anyway, I really like him. Um, and, but like music, music, the only song, like, I seriously, it's horrible. I normally listen to music like every day, but I haven't. I've just been listening to podcasts or like the audio Bible. Um, but, if I have listened to a song, it's called Locked in My Head by Fit for a King. And then um, I really love Baby Boy by For King and Country. I don't know why. Like that and O Come O Come Emmanuel, which is my favorite Christmas hymn, which Mike Winger, Mike Winger has a video on like the theologically, like he goes verse by verse. Like I just didn't realize how like deeply theological that song was. But anyway, so. Those are my songs. Just mainly, I'm just mainly Christmas music that focuses on the incarnation. That's like my favorite. So right. like, um, like a Lauren Daigle's um, "Light of the World." We I I play that like almost every day. But I love that song. Yeah. I love that song. Anyway, so speaking of Christmas music, let's transition into: Is this the wonderful time of the year, or is this the most wonderfully stressful time of the year because confession time I have been having a lot of guilt because I didn't even realize that Christmas is literally this week and I just had a lot of guilt because like all of because you know I'm a planner so like I'm a planner but I'm also a hot mess and anyway that's my sanctification (laughs) it's like yeah if you know me you're like yeah that's true so um I'm just having like a lot of, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm having a lot of guilt. I'm a planner, but I'm still a hot mess. Yeah. Um, I would totally wear it, but I'm just having this guilt of like, I haven't stuck. I, dude, I even did a YouTube video on it. Like, I have a YouTube channel, I did a YouTube video. And I've done none of the things that I've set out to do or that I aspire to do or that I even planned to do with my kids or as a family. And so it's like it's this guilt of like, man, like, did I not have the self-control? Did I not plan well? Did I not time manage my day? Like, um, I don't know, like my husband hasn't been feeling good and I want I have the desire for him to lead it. And um I haven't done as many crafts with my kids as I've wanted to. So it's just like, I just have like this, like, I'm a failure and just this guilt of like, and also the pressure of like, I have to make memories with my kids. Like this time of year, I feel like even as an adult is like what sticks out in your mind and you want and then you recreate things with your own kids. So I just, I feel like I have this guilt and this pressure of like me I'm not meeting up to my own expectation because like nobody's putting these expectations on me I I know I can't be alone 
And I know that there, every single woman, whether you have kids or don't have kids, it's it's just a weird time of year. Like you're reminiscing about when you were a kid, and then you know you've got your favorite songs, you have your favorite foods, you have all of these different things, but then you also have life come up. Like, are you stressed out about buying presents? Are you, you know, with Corona, like, are you doing online shopping? Are you going in person? Are you not able to see family because of Corona or you're not able to see family because of dysfunction? Are you, are you grieving? Like I, I haven't even shared this on a podcast, but like Christmas is really hard because my father-in-law died on Christmas Eve four years ago. And so Christmas is just this weird, like heavy, heavy grieving mixed with trying to celebrate, if that makes any sense. So And it sucks because, like, Elliot was a year old and I was pregnant. So it's, like, that's pretty much, like, what it's been with the season of Littles is, like, building that tradition, building those memories, but then at the same time grieving really hard and heavy and, like, wiping away a tear in the middle of, like, your husband sharing a story or whatever and and your kid's like, why are you crying? I'm fine. Everything's fine. You know? (laughs) So, um, I don't know. I just... And I even had a friend make a comment the other day that was like, I feel like next year I have to start planning in November because I just didn't get all this stuff. So I don't know how you're feeling, but I feel like this is the this is the very ordinary through the motions things that people forget that the gospel still applies. So I know I'm not the only one. And like, that's the point of this podcast is I want to talk about stuff I want to bring the hard things to the table and or things that people might not even be saying or that they're thinking they don't have anybody to talk to about it and I'm definitely that person so anyway pass it on to you how are you feeling does the gospel apply to this too Yeah. That's my whole year. That's how I feel. Right. It's like we have all these aspirations for us, you know, to... That's classic homeschool mom. um, It never really turns out that way. Yeah, classic homeschool mom, like... I have this curriculum, we're going to do this, this, and this, and then you lay out field trips, and you're like, and none of that happened, and it's January. Like... Instead of just being present, instead of being present in like, right, yeah. Well, in a way, if you think about it, that's a way of like. Oh, can I say something? Oh, in a way, it's kind of like if you think about it, it's kind of like it's caught. It's a. It's kind of like the question mark in your brain, or like, or like the bait to get you to start to covet. Or be discontented. Yeah. So it's like, 
yes, it's okay to think about the next thing, but in that you can get distracted, you can start to covet, you can start to be discontented, and the, and then of course those things are sin or breed sin. So, yeah, I like that. Sorry, continue. I just had to throw that in there. My bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, Epiphany, huh? I think that's huge that whole point of like the next day like this day this day I feel like that's huge in the season of Christmas because it's like especially my like I saw this in my mother-in-law this week she was like I have to do xyz because tomorrow I have to do I have to make candies and plates for everybody and like she's like rushing through the day because she's planning for tomorrow and it's like I mean I I see the wisdom in that like I'm not I'm not devaluing the wisdom and planning but it's like but it, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I totally get it. Like, yeah. and then, oh, yeah, and then I'm also, right.
Right. Because it's off. Yeah. I was also thinking about. Right. Yeah. So, like, another thing, I don't, because I made, like, a little YouTube video, but, like, I went into the, which I'm not, I'm not going into this next, right now, next year, I'll probably do, like, a whole, probably do, like, a whole two-parter, but, like, um, there's, like, you know, there's a, there's a movement of Christians that are not celebrating Christmas, and, which, I'm not even getting into that right now, and if you're one of my listeners, I... I love you. I support you. You know, you're going with your, with your conscience. And I totally understand because I was there last year and that was a whole journey for me. But so this year I have this new appreciation of like, just like the theological significance of like, we're setting aside, we're setting aside a specific time to celebrate the incarnation, like that, that God came as a human. And it's like, we can't even have the gospel unless that happens. You know what I mean? So right. it's like this road, this road to Christmas, which that's funny because that's what our pastor kept saying today. It was like, but this road to Christmas, you know, you read all the stuff in Isaiah and just all these different prophecies about Jesus. And, it, and it's all leading to um, this moment of, you know, of celebrating, of celebrating Jesus. And like, you know, no, we do not think that he was born on December 25th. Like, we know that. But... <laughs> Um, but I feel like even in that, like, there could be, you know, grieving the tradition of celebrating Christmas, and I, I totally get that, and that, you know, that's, that's hard, because, you know, you, if you feel like the Lord's led you to it, and you're being obedient, but still, that's hard, so I, I know a couple people, I know a couple people who've been on that journey, and, um, but for, for me, like, because I, I went through that, like, last year. And so this year, like, I'm just, like, I'm, like, I'm celebrating in my heart and in my mind in such a different way. Like, it's so more gospel-focused and more, like, you know, focusing on the incarnation, focusing on the second coming. Like, that, like, our hope, which that's the gospel, right? Our hope is, is that he's coming back. He is our hope. We are expectant that he's going to make things right. And I feel like um, as we experience death around Christmas with my father-in-law, like that's one of my hopes that I cling on to is like um, that like Jesus, de- Jesus destroyed death and he's the firstborn of, of the, of the, um, the resurrection. So it's like, I have that hope of, you know, I wouldn't even have this hope if he's even, if he wasn't born. If he wasn't fully God, fully man, in the flesh, born as a baby, 
you know, lived this life, which his righteousness is my righteousness. His perfect life is I'm covered in that. And that's also the hope that, you know, yeah, I might be failing in this area and this area and that area. So it's like it draws me to repentance, but it also points me to the hope and the grace that he's already lived that perfect life. You know, so it's like and then also the hope that he's that he's coming, that he's coming back and that we could be expected of that and that he will make all of his enemies a footstool, that he is going, he is our king and he's going to reign and he's going to make a new heavens and a new earth where everything's going to be perfect and just how he wanted it to be. And we're all going to be there. And that's just, I think that all of that is celebrated at Christmas. (laughs) So, but we get lost in that, in the to-do list and the busyness and the stress and the, you know what I mean? Like, and I just, and it's like, we have to, I I just feel like, you know, when is Christmas? Yeah. Christmas is in, uh, well, today we're recording it, so Christmas is in four days. Christmas Eve is in four days, so whenever y'all listen to this, it, it's probably going to be closer, but it's like, so where where can we be drawn to repentance? Where where can we repent where we've gotten in those spaces? Where can we ask the Holy Spirit to empower us to just rest and focus and be present and be content and not be distracted like we we still have the time we've still we've still got it and i feel i feel like just that is the hope is that we have a god that's so near to us and so close to us that we can just go to him and be like hey i want to rest i don't want to be busy i i don't want to be distracted i don't want to be you know whatever overly emotional and cry at every little thing or you know whatever and like lord just help me to you know what I mean like just help me to be like enjoy this I mean like we've only got a couple days left and like do you not think he'll show up of course he'll show up you know of course he's gonna partner with you and totally meet you um but I just I feel like like I don't think Christians truly understand the power of we always need the gospel and it apply and it literally can apply to every single thing. And even in the mundaneness, most human experience of is this, is this the most wonderful time of the year? Oh my God. Like, you know, I'm so stressed out or I'm so overwhelmed or I'm so sad or I've got, you know, I've got this family drama or I don't know, whatever you're going through, like, you know what I'm saying? But, um, even the gospel is applicable. And, and I feel like we need that reminder. Like, yes, the gospel is what saves us, but it's also what sustains us. Right. You know, and it's like I, we have to just keep, we have to keep saying it to ourselves. We have to keep saying it to each other as sisters in Christ. We have to keep, you know, shining the light on that darkness and whatever and being like, hey, this is her Christ, you know, here's the brightness of Christ. Like, let me shine this light on, you know, whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, because the gospel still applies to you. Even though you're saved, we still need it. It's, and it's still the power of God, and it's still the power of God in our life. Like, and it's foolishness to the world, and, you know, who cares? Whatever. You know, hopefully the Holy Spirit will bring them to the kingdom, but it's just like, you know, that even applies in the most human experience of, the frenzy of Christmas time. 
you know? even just the Holy Spirit when what would you do without the Holy Spirit who empowers you to because this is the way I think of it is like Jesus is the Jesus is the center he's the thing that like we push to recenter he's the thing that we go to to recenter but his word is the alignment and the plumb line that brings you in alignment with him if that makes sense and then the Holy Spirit is the one that, that the Holy Spirit is the one that sustains draws and empowers you to live to live that out you know to persevere to endure so anyway i like how you said what centers me because that's what popped up but it's like yeah Yeah, we need You need this. Right. 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 What is the hope that you have in me? Right. Um, you know, beyond what we see in the natural, you know, and, and our natural eyes, that has to be the gospel. 
Yeah. When it's like, and also, one just what you like, what you said, like you know, you were you were in sorrow and in these things and blah blah blah. But what was making what was making it that way? Your flesh, your fleshly sin nature, was the thing that was like your humanness was grieving the the not want the not wanting to go to the Lord or pray or be in the word like that was your flesh nature but praise god thank you for the gospel thank you for what you've done because i have your holy spirit within me who drew me out of myself so you could so you had the opportunity you had the opportunity to die to yourself because it's a choice right you had to die to that and decide and to decide to walk and be partnered with the spirit to go to the word to to pray even if it was just a sentence like you have to start somewhere right and and i can you know and it's like i i can totally relate to that because i had a horrible postpartum depression with elliot and i had to go through that that whole thing um which that will be another podcast episode but it's like you know we have to like i I always think about like these progressive christians and stuff who like totally deny a um a carnal nature or a flesh sin nature it's like no, we so do. Like, we so yeah, do. We have, we have very, yeah, we have very, um, I mean, gosh, it's like, as humans, we have, we have tendencies, even, like, it's yeah. just what we are, you know, um, we get distracted by all that glitter sometimes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, We have to be the women that are the opposite flow. Right. Yeah. We can't we can't be like we can't be like other women. And I'm not saying that other women are bad. My point in in that is saying that like if we're if we've been, you know, if we're Christian and we're in this process of sanctification of dying to things and and maturing in our faith and growing in our grace and knowledge of, of, of our Lord and doing all these things like and I'm saying I'm not saying doing all these things like works because it's not works. I'm an I'm ex LDS. Being a biblical Christian is not works based. What I'm saying is is you're partnering with the Spirit whenever He asks you to 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 die to something, and it's this deliberate act of your will. So it's like when you're doing that, that doesn't look like other women. That might not even look yeah. like other Christian women. Like, and, and I'm not saying that to, like, cause division or be rude, but it's, like, when, especially in this culture of everything's about self and glorifying self and this and that, and it's, like, you know, we, we have to go against the grain and, and upstream or be the rock in the stream or however you want to envision it, but it's, like, we have to be the women who, we are so different. Like, we are not, we are not, I don't want to say of this world because 
I'm not going to even do that. That that right there could be a whole podcast episode. But like, yeah, no, we're not to conform. Yes, we're not to conform to the world. You know, Romans twelve too. But to be like, we're we're living this life of constantly being renewed. Our mind is being renewed, and and when we have that heart change, our behavior follows. So it's like that's going to look different than other people. And that's okay. That's the whole point because that's what draws people to the truth. The truth of Jesus is being different. And that's okay. And and that's how it's meant to be. But so. Okay. So with with all of that, how can we as these different women who are dying to ourselves, who are looking to the gospel continually for hope, even in the craziness of the Christmas season or whatever you're going through. It doesn't even have to be Christmas, but we're just saying that because it's Christmas time. And it's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year, but it could be the most wonderful, stressful time or grieving time or dysfunctional time or whatever you're going through. I just want you to know that the Lord sees you. I've been studying Hagar and... We have a God who sees us. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up and me and Michelle are going to share closing thoughts. So how can we prepare our heart for Christmas? Like, how can our heart make room for that, whether it's a church service or being at home and, you know, by with family or whatever. My 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 encouragement would be to know that we that we do have a God that sees us and just to ask the Holy Spirit, you know, I've only got a couple of days left before Christmas and Lord, how can I prepare room in my heart to be at be at peace and not the rustle and bustle or how can I how can I make room to engage in your presence on purpose how can I um you know how can I be more intentional with making those you know one more slam bam thank you ma'am Christmas memory with my kids or you know whatever but I just I just I want you guys to be encouraged that we have a God who sees us you can go read that in Genesis uh, chapter 16 um he is the God who sees us 100%. And, but he still calls us to endure and persevere. And, and what, a, what, a, what a good God that we serve. So that's my encouragement. That's my assignment for you over the next couple of days is just be really, you know, be careful. You know, if that means you have to listen to Christmas music all day long on Spotify or YouTube, on your TV to keep you in that space. Or if you have to listen to worship music or um, purposely buy peppermint, peppermint mocha creamer. They sell it in sugar-free, y'all. I mean, if that makes you be more Christmassy or, or buy some eggnog on purpose, you know, like whatever you need to do that's going to prepare your heart and make room to celebrate the incarnation and to also look with hope and expectance for the second coming of our king. I want to encourage you guys to do that. So I'm going to pass it off to Michelle. Last thoughts, encouragement. Yeah, um, yeah, that's good. Um, 
You just have to ask. Ask for it. You know, keep contemplating with it. What does that mean? That's such a good movie. Forty minutes, dude. Didn't even feel like it. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't even feel like it. All right, I think we did pretty good for our first, for oh, actually our second episode co-hosting together. So, um, Merry Christmas, guys! If you're celebrating the Feast of Lights, have fun or 
I know some people even do Hanukkah that are Christians. So whatever you guys are celebrating or if you're not celebrating at all, which is also fine. Um, this is the things we need to remember all the time. But it is special. But I think it is awesome that we can trace this tradition of just Advent to fourth century in church history. So um, I just want to bless you guys and I will catch you on the next episode. Bye.